No Things Considered, Channel Q. All right, look at that. We are back in the building, and uh, we are here. She is queer. So are you, probably. So that's not that bold of a statement. Yeah. Anyway. Probably shouldn't be back in the building, but we are. No. Which uh, which microphone are you going to get germs on today? You going mm, on the yellow one. Yellow one. Yeah. All right, yellow. But I think I might switch around. There's actually four microphones back here, so I think I'll just germify all of them throughout uh, the show. Probably just because of your state of phlegm and mucus, you should be on the green one. <laughs> I just am curious. I know yesterday we were not here for a, a show, and uh, perhaps you also are battling something that you feel in your ear, nose, and or throat right now. Hopefully not the flu, but uh, there's a lot of stuff going around, and I've been talking to people. It really doesn't seem to matter where you live, talking to people on the East Coast, uh, even some friends I have in the flyover states, believe it or not, and uh, especially a lot of people on the West Coast. You know Coast. people in the flyover states? I, um, I, I had a layover once on a flight, so I made friends <laughs> with some people working at a pretzel stand at the airport, and they're good people. In Nebraska. Yeah, I just you know, decided it's a good connection to have. If I ever land there again, I want to keep it strong, but people are, uh, are dealing with this all over the place. seems like every Everyone is either on their way to getting sick, in the thick of it, or you know think that they're on the mend. But it does seem like if it hasn't happened to you yet, it probably it's will. It's coming. It's a lot like you, catching gay. If, if you're not gay yet, don't worry. Oh, we'll get to you. It's, Just talk in front of this microphone. It's got gay all over it. Um, you know, I, I think that probably 10 years ago... When you, when you tell other people, like, oh, I'm sick, you're like, oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. Now when you say I'm sick, everybody says, oh, everyone's sick. Oh, there's something going around. Yeah. It's like there's never a there's time no where nobody. Yeah, there, there's, there's, well, there's just everybody is sick all the time now. Right. It's not like it's just a one-off. Like, oh, no, how'd you catch something? Oh, that sucks. You should take the day off. Everyone's like, everyone's sick. Something's going around. And it's just never-ending. It's you just never-ending cycle. You know, what's interesting is if you go to, like, the uh, CVS or really any pharmacy, um, they've got that sign that tries to keep you f- a little bit further away from the person who's talking to the pharmacist to, to give them, I think it's privacy, so you don't hear them being like, I need to refill my Valtrex prescription, right? <laughs> it's, it's really more about the privacy, you I think. You have to say, generic Valtrex. Right, I, I said, can't <laughs> afford the... <laughs> generic Val... Damn it! <sighs> but they don't have any sort of a buffer system in place when you're checking out, which, you know, at this particular time, and I don't know if you've had experienced the pharmacy as of late, but everyone's coughing all over each other, and people are just... Everyone wants to get out of there so they can get home and eat some soup and take some Theraflu or whatever else is oh going on. Oh, my God, on. I want soup so But bad everyone right is just hacking all over each other. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, those – maybe everyone has to get in one of those um, – Ebola suits, or like, like if you're cooking meth, like yeah, from we Breaking gotta, Bad, we yeah. all got to wear one of those on the way in, wear it while we shop, and then when we leave, we can, you know, sanitize and give it to the next person. Well, but I'm convinced. I mean, I went in there a few times just to get non-medicine things. I was just going in there to get chips. Nothing makes me feel worse than getting sick because I couldn't wait to get a bag of sour cream and onion potato chips. Well, that's like, yesterday. All I wanted was a damn thing of soup. I, I just wanted chicken noodle soup and chicken noodle chick- soup. Well, chick- you are a lesbian. Chicken noodle soup. Okay, and I decided. Fine, I'm going to muster up the strength to go to the grocery store. And I went, and you're right. I felt horrible going in there because I was like, I'm one of those people that everyone complains about. Like, oh, you go to the grocery store, you go to an airport, and there's some idiot who's sick who doesn't cover their mouth or who doesn't, you know, who gets their disgusting paws all over the shopping cart, and then that spreads the sickness throughout everybody. So I was trying so hard not to touch. I, I, I used a basket instead of a cart. I put my little arm around it instead of putting my hands on it. And then I, I think that what we're going to towards is not only the face masks, but we're all going to be wearing gloves soon. It's going to be fashionable masks that are covering our faces at all times and then also gloves. Well, then why quit there? If we, if that's the way it's progressing, we should just go all out right now and get the designer Ebola suits that we could all start wearing around <laughs> because, you know, they're, they're all pretty gaudy. I mean, I don't think anyone with any sort of fashion sense would think it would look cool to walk around wearing one of those, you know, outfits that's usually reserved for uh, exterminators or, you know, people cooking meth. But if we could start getting Prada on board and well, maybe Lu- they just, Yeah, maybe they just need to be a little more, like, small. Those are really bulky. Yeah, but that's like, great. Like, I think we need, like, futuristic spacesuits. Listen, uh, when like we body are, suits. We, you know, in the summer, people aren't as sick in the summer. It's a winter thing, usually. So, as a result, that's usually the time that I'd like a little bit more baggy clothing anyway. I like to let myself go a little bit. I'm not necessarily... I know you're thinking, there's not a time of the year I'm not letting myself go. <laughs> so, you need a slimming hazmat suit? Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, in the, during the winter months, when we're all kind of dealing with this funk together, why don't we, uh, why don't we all have a little... Yeah, we can hide ourselves. That way you don't have to put on makeup, put on... Uh, uh, oh, I'm your, already there, brother. I, I know you are. <laughs> I was talking to you and only you right there. But when you called yesterday, since you had the... Since you talked to our boss here at Channel Q and you said that we were not going to be coming in to do the show, did you take the heat? I, I mean, did you say it's because you're sick or 
Because oh, no, I blamed it on you. Yeah, it sounds like you blamed it on me. No, no. Well, I said that everyone was sick. I was trying to come from the perspective that all of us are sick. Our producer, Justin, is sick. I'm sick. And I said Kevin and his whole family are sick. Mm-hmm. And then I, I actually didn't blame it on you specifically. I blamed it on your nanny. Okay, so I, I'm just curious. Your babysitter to, or whatever. You could have just said. she was the one who was sick. Right. Well, that that's what started the day. Off, I mean, it was off to a bad start already because the, the first call came in at 6 a.m. and it was the babysitter can't make it, she's sick. Then it became everyone else was sick, so no one could do anything. But I thought when you were sick, I go, oh, great. I, this one doesn't come. A lot of the stuff is going to fall on me. If we miss a show here or there, family emergency, I got to do something. This one, I go, great. I'm. I'm off the hook on this one. Allie's sick. Allie sounds horrible. I heard you sounded, not that you sound great any day we do the show. And I did the thing where I called the boss because this is one of the only times that it's important to actually make the phone call so that they can hear your voice and hear how sick you really are. Isn't it true that the boss said you sounded more feminine than normal? Yes, that is true. Even though you were like, oh. Said, oh my God, I'm going to move you over to a straight channel now. (laughs) Uh, But I I just, I mean, I I think that he was nice about it, but I, I honestly, it was nice to have one day where I could just sleep and snot all over myself yeah no it's beautiful it's uh well listen if there's anyone that it doesn't look much worse covered in their own snot uh, it's you thank you that's um, the nicest thing i've ever said I would, that's very very kind of you i also think that w- what if as a society we decided okay everyone's getting sick in this in the winter we're all we should all be quarantining ourselves why don't we just do what bears do and hibernate Listen, Go through a hibernation period of like a month. No one works. No one does anything. Everyone just stays inside. I think they just had that with the government. Oh, it was, it was forced. Sh- okay. It was a shutdown. Uh, it's okay, another way to America say America shut down for reals. Listen, then. you and I have been a huge fan of the four-day work week for a long time. We've also been a big fan of adding siestas into the day as well. Forced siesta, government. I mean, either you take a nap or you get arrested. I mean, right. really, it's it's a legitimate siesta. siesta. Arrested. So I. <laughs> I think the concept of us also implementing into our four-day work week and our forced daily siesta (laughs) a month in the middle of the winter where everyone is just in their own... Which, by the way, America will be a third world country before we know it. It uh, we're going that way already. <laughs> so, like the economy will go. Well, but you know what? There's probably people. You think about all be of happier. the all of the additional spending that would happen right before the one month hibernation because you got to load up on uh, on goods and probably like. Um, oh yeah, like Nike will be really yeah happy all that about stuff. That. You got to load up on a month's worth of stuff and everyone over just like when you pack for a trip, you overpack anyway. So we probably would end up overspending to prepare and then think about how much money would people would spend. It would be at the end of prohibition. At the end of that month, when yeah. we've all been shut in, clubs would do well, restaurants would do well. I mean, I, I, listen, the more I talk about it now that I got two kids, I actually think this is a horrible idea because I want nothing worse. <laughs> because wor- you don't want to be home I for want a nothing, month. Nothing less than being home for a month <laughs> with them. But if I was single still or, you know, when I was just uh, married and no kids, that sounds like a great well, idea. And you, th- and you think about all the articles you read about how, like, people, like, productivity at work goes down when people are going to work sick and then, like, half working because they're just like, mm, I'm sick, whatever. So if the- I actually think that the economy would get better because once people are actually at work and they had time to just be at home and be sick for a month, they'll actually work when they're at work. Listen, these are all points that we've made. I believe experts and science agree with us, but unfortunately, no one listens. <laughs> that's what the boss tells us about the show. Come on, no, that's not true. Let's, uh, get let's make it happen. Listen, once it's like most things, fashion trends, movies, bands, once it's embraced by the LGBTQ plus community, then the rest will follow. And that's really what this is all about. You can interact with the show. We are live for you. Hit us up on our own uh, show's Twitter at NTC Show. You can find us there. You can find the station at We Are Channel Q. Lots to get to today as we return. Uh, only probably 50% healthy, but healthy enough to be here and hanging out with you guys. Just the tip Tuesday coming up in just a little bit. We will talk about what are the odds? Being sick. Things that you should do, avoid doing, etc. Uh, we've got News That Are Lose It, a brand new segment where we will look at some stories that are actually breaking uh, that have uh, unfolded in the last 24 to 48 hours. We will give you our thoughts on them, but like most people, we don't have a big attention span, so we don't have time to to tackle all the stories, which is why we will have to lose some, but we will also news some as well. And the Gay Straight Movie Reviews, we will be nominating and uh, giving each other some movies that we have to look at. So we got all that to get to on the show today, plus stuff going on with Allie personally, which she will break down, and so much more when we get back here on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. Here we are, huh? Channel Q. It's good to be here. My name's Kevin. That's Allie. 
She's a lesbian. I am, unfortunately, for my wife, a straight married man. But, you know, a lot of people, like Allie always assumes when she meets someone that's married, she goes, oh, that's just a beard. They're yeah. secretly gay. You believe everyone. You are literally a beard. You, you, <laughs> thank you. Thank You're you. a human beard. A lot of that's just mold. Let me wipe that off. Hold on one second. <laughs> it's been a long couple of weeks. That's asbestos. Uh, you can hit us up lots of different ways. Uh, let me see. This direct line that we're not supposed to say on the air is 323. No, 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 no. Don't read that somebody important's phone number. Oh, let's not give out that number then. It says don't say this on the air right under it, which I don't know why that would ever be on a whiteboard. Uh, why I'll would ta- you put that on a whiteboard right oh. next to the real phone number? All I want to do is read that on the air because it tells us not to say it on the air. It really. Yeah. All I want to do is say that number. Yeah. Let's just say it, but can we say it out of order and then if people figure it out, they sure. figure it out? I think that's fun. It's two, like a- five, <laughs> nine, oh, three, two. Go figure it out. Give it a call. Give it a scramble. Not even sure who it gets. Oh, that's Dr. Chris's cell phone? Great. 833-77-CALL-Q. <laughs> That's the brand new phone number here. Uh, you would think they were so proud of this new phone number, they would have written it somewhere in the studio. It is nowhere to be seen. We missed one day. Yeah. They've got themselves a new phone number, and it's nowhere here. It was written somewhere. But... No, it's nowhere. The only number I can see is do not say this number on the air. That's remarkable. Anyway, the uh, brand new phone number is 833-77-CALL-Q. 833-77-CALL-Q. That one's being written on the whiteboard in very faded mark. (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at, from from where I'm sitting, which is five feet away, there's one number I see in big, bold, black letters. That's the number we can't say. And then there's the new number, which is... is faded, and I cannot read three of the numbers. I think that Barker has the flu. Anyway, if you want to uh, give us a shout, 833-77-CALL-Q. That's the number to get in touch with us, of course, on the socials. Always NTC Show and uh, We Are Channel Q. Lots to get to today. We'll uh, dole out some movies for the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. I've actually been watching, I know this doesn't count in Gay Straight Movie Reviews, Allie, but I did watch a super, I watched the first episode of what I would think is a a pretty gay show, and it is the one about uh, Versace. Oh, the assassination of uh, the assassinates. You yeah. nailed it. Yeah. That's the one. That's a great series. Yeah. Do you like it? I mean, I'm one episode in, and I, I think as far as comedies go, it's pretty funny. Yeah. No, not <laughs> so, a comedy. And the first episode's the saddest one. But, but Ricky uh, Martin is fantastic. Well, He's the gayest of the gay in that. There is a lot of, uh, uh, not full frontal nudity, but a lot of male nudity in the sense of, you know, I think there's some bare, bare uh, buttocks, a lot of shirtless guys, a lot of guys walking around in tidy whities uh, And I was watching it with my wife because we were a fan of the OJ show that they did. Uh-huh. And I told her it was season two of the OJ show. <laughs> and she was confused about why there were so many new characters. Where's there Sarah Paulson? Where uh, is she? But then when she saw the blood, she re- oh, she said, okay, the blood is the same as the first season. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fascinating. I didn't know a lot about, I mean, I, I remember that story when it unfolded. Yeah, but I didn't remember any of the details, and I didn't know the guy that killed him was like had the life that he had. And surprisingly, in that show, there's a lot of don't say too much. I'm only one episode deep. Well, there, I mean, it's about to get deeper, real deep. It got pretty deep with, already. Yeah, with uh, I mean, the guy who's the killer. Don't say. Why are you going to tell me? I just I'm said just don't saying, say anything. Okay, I'm I'll, just. I'll, I'll just be very general and say that there's a lot of age difference amongst the. Gay relations. You said age, right? Age. Just making sure. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I'm into it. Old people I, I was, sex. As I was watching it, Danielle, my wife, pointed out to me, this seems like one of those shows Allie would have forced you to watch. Why Be- did you watch it? I didn't force you. I no, didn't even tell you about I it. I thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was Some good. Some other gay person told you to watch no, it. No, no one, no gay, no one told, you know who told me to watch it? The algorithm on Netflix. The <laughs> algorithm said you may enjoy this because of all the movies because that you've had me watch. And they were actually right. So now the algorithm is slowly turning me gay. Yeah. So you're welcome. Next is Glow. I got, a, fo- I got a phone call on the way here. Uh, I'm trying to set up, uh, it's a long, boring story about a doctor. Shocking. That's my life now. But in the middle of the phone call, they were filling out my, my, uh, my new patient, uh, whatever the form, you know, uh, online file. Okay. I've never before been asked this question, but I was asked this question. I'm just curious as to if this is because of kind of what's going on in society now. They they start with my name, date of birth, you know, address, all the boring stuff, and then hmm, I've been on the phone with this woman for probably ten minutes, and she says to me. Gender. Yeah. Hold on. Is that a new one? Well, it seems to me at some point during our conversation up until then, it was pretty clear what I was. (laughs) No? 
Oh, so you think it was weird that she had to ask because I'm, you sound like a man. Yeah, I think, I mean, also I don't have one of those, I don't have a name that goes both ways. It's not one of those names that is, there are a lot of names out there and it's super confusing with people with babies now because the babies all look kind of the same and then they're like, this and is my- And then they have names that are like Cyrus and you're like, I don't know uh, what that is. Damn it. Cyrus. <laughs> so it's like a section of a stationery store. That's your kid. She's beautiful. It's a he. Ah, uh, damn it. Well, you just check. I'd rather not say. But I thought it was interesting because they've never, I've never been asked before on the phone gender. And I was curious, is it because they wanted to know what gender I identified as? What gender I was born as? What gender I currently am? I was very curious about that. And I, and I said to her, I didn't answer right away because I thought she was just kind of going through the form and just kind of almost thinking out loud. And then she repeated. She said, gender. And I said, and you said uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy. with a, I'm a man. <laughs> she goes, uh, male? I go, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, sure. That's yeah, close oh, enough. Oh, that'll work. So you're not sure, are you? No, I, 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 was, <laughs> I was perplexed by the question. Made because you second guess yourself. All of the times I had, I had answered these questions before, uh, or you know, gone through these sorts of things on the phone with doctors or insurance or whatever, they've never said out loud gender, which makes me think either they assumed and wrote it down, or I almost said, what, what are my options? Because I was curious as yeah, to how many would, options I was given. I think that's interesting. So she didn't say, what is your gender, and then listed the answer. She just said gender. Gender. I think that's interesting. I've, I've never been asked what my gender is. Surprisingly, I've never been asked my gender over the phone. But I think that... Now, in this day and age, you can't just assume that someone is male or female based on their name or based on the way they sound or whatever, because people are identifying as all kinds of different things. Now, you, Kevin Klein, a man who sounds like a man, could identify as intersex or could identify as non-binary. I know people that are like they they look like women, they sound like women, they have female names, but they identify as non-binary. They don't identify as any gender. Well, sometimes when when my car breaks down and I can't change the tire myself, my wife will say, "You're not a man." And I'll say, "Well, <laughs> did you explain that to her on the phone?" <laughs> I have to, I, is that a second? You're is like, that a, my, this is confusing it, because I feel I, like a I'm man. I'm a man, but then there's times when there's a tire that needs to be changed and I can't do it. The I'm an lug, emasculated the man. The lug nuts are there. My <laughs> wife's yelling at me saying, "You're no man." So, I, is, there, is that a box you could check? And I'm not exactly I'm still sure. Still waiting for the lug nuts to drop. Uh, but, then, <laughs> but then we say lug nuts a few times. <laughs> the, the reason I ask this as well is because, and I know you're a fan of the massage. You're a huge fan, and I've talked about this as well. And usually it's one of those weird times when they will ask you, if you're about to get one, do you have a preference as to who massages you? A gender preference. Now, if I were to say I prefer a female to massage me, could they send me out a male Masseur who identifies as a female, and technically they've sent me exactly what I've asked for. Well, first of all, you saying them sending me a male that identifies as a female is not correct. That's not right? <laughs> no. I've just, I've already misspoken. You're a man who identifies as a woman? No, it's a woman. Right. Oh, Are you okay. saying somebody who appears to, like, has male appearance? I think that sometimes now you can have a very masculine appearance and attempt to have that, but still identify internally as a female. Yeah, right. So wouldn't that be a real conundrum in a massage parlor? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised that on in a massage place that if you are deciding the gender of the person who wants that you want to massage you, that there are only two options. That's the thing is I think that's going to be very different on all paperwork pretty soon is it's not just going to be male, female, or I'd rather not say, or no preference or whatever. There's going to be a bunch of different options because everyone wants to feel included and everyone wants to feel like they have a box to check because it's fun to check boxes. Remember the good old days when we were when there were smoking sections at restaurants and you'd go to a restaurant, there'd be like a 35-minute wait, but then you could be like first available, and they would be like, all right, we'll just stick this family of yeah. children around all these men smoking cigars. And the- <laughs> so your smoked beef can be even more right. smoked. And you'd go, yeah, great. I don't want to wait 15 minutes. Great. Smoke, blow it in my face. I don't Second-hand care. Secondhand smoke hasn't become an issue yet? I sure. like the first available option. I think that is the only way that people aren't offended 
that no one feels like they're being judged or they're being stereotyped or they're being, um, you know, put into a box. As much as you say you like this, you love box, you love to check mm-hmm. boxes, mm-hmm. you love to play with boxes. I love everything about boxes. Your box is Inside box. Inside the box, outside the box, love I'm it all over it. But I think going first available, it proves that really the one thing we can all completely agree on is that we are impatient a-holes. Yeah, we just want immediacy. Yeah, that, so, and that's more important than anything at all. Mm, People start getting all upset about this and angry about that. But if it saves me time, uh, let's go with that. I'll deal with it. And maybe that's the one thing. Maybe we can start building on that. Huh? So There's a I positive think thought. On the phone, then, you should have said, gender, first available. I, I, that's what I said, <laughs> first available. We'll be back in a moment. This is No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Channel Q in your ear holes from the Channel Q studios. That is Allie right there. A proud gay lady. Actually, I don't even know if I can use the word proud. She's That's a gay proud. lady. Are you proud? Yeah. But not, you're proud of your gayness, but you're not proud about a lot of things in your I'm life. I'm not proud about a lot of my, no, I'm not proud a lot about a lot of things that I've done in my life. But Are I'm you proud, proud of that, <laughs> you proud I'm of that not, sentence? I'm not proud of the sentence. I'm not proud of most of the shows of the, the last 37 minutes of my uh, life. All but right. I'm proud of being gay. All right, so that's the thing you're the proudest of. That's the one thing of. I got, Kevin. So that's the one thing that makes me unique. She's a proudest uh, gay lady, but not proud of many of the other decisions she's made in her life. Uh, however, I think a beautiful mouthpiece of the LGBT plus community. And uh, I am thank not, you. I'm a mouth, I'm a beautiful mouthpiece as well, which is one of the other hosts here at the station said to me. So thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, hit us up on the all new phone number. If you'd like eight three three seven seven call Q. Let's go ahead and test these out once and for all right now. Say hi to right out of the hey, gate. Uh, yes. Hi, you're on the what, air. What's up guys. Uh, this is Twinkie. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Allie. Hey, Twiggy, did you come out as homosexual on Twitter over the weekend? No, wait, why, what? What are you talking about? Oh, I thought I was going to ask. No, wait, what, what, what? I the, mean, okay, fine. I think he just came out during that laughter fit yeah. right there. I, you had written something that was um, it was confusing to me, and I thought it was your way of... I didn't know you were so caught up on Twinkie's Twitter, Kevin. Yeah, no, someone pointed out to me. They said, I think Twinkie officially just came out of the closet, which I was going to, I meant to send you a text and congratulate you, but um, I guess it would have been wasted since you're not actually gay. Yeah, no, uh, I am confusing on Twitter if any of you guys follow Twinkie Thinkie, but um, uh, what are you talking about? (laughs) I, I just called to ask you guys if you can believe that people over the phone have thought I was a female. Oh, see, I would ask. I'm trying. I'm trying to stay on topic, you guys. If I was a, if I was that makes having, one of us. If, <laughs> <laughs> if I was filling out your new patient paperwork over the phone, and I was yeah, talking, exactly and you said first was. name, and you said Twinkie, uh, last name Twinkie, like- <laughs> I would say I would ask the gender question. Uh, when you're talking to someone, they'll just refer to you as ma'am. They say ma'am a lot, or. Yeah, well, I'm trying to, like, make an appointment, and I'm like, um, this appointment's for my penis. Uh, I'm a man. Right. Are you, is that a joke, or you actually made an appointment for your penis? <laughs> it's a joke. I haven't had a, okay. a penis appointment yet. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for keeping us well, on topic. When you schedule that, please let us know. <laughs> uh, I know that before my voice changed, you know, I didn't uh, hit puberty until the 32 or something, but... I, I remember there was Did a Did you very... sound like him until you changed? Yeah, that's what I sounded like. And it was humiliating when I would call a place, order a pizza, and they would be like, you know, ma'am, or yeah, yeah, no problem. Really? Oh, yeah, no problem, miss. <gasps> okay, so something's... Or I'd be like, your name's Kevin. They'd be like, did you mean Carol? I was like, no, Kevin. <laughs> Carol Klein. And then they would say, they, sometimes they would say, can you put your parents on the phone? And I was like, oh, I, I can't order a pizza. You're like, I'm 18 years old. So you were that <laughs> I can't you be a stoned uh, 11 year old with a high voice. Jeez. <laughs> Did you, do you have any recordings of how you sounded back then? Yeah, probably. I'd really like to hear them. But it, it, being, being misidentified being on the phone is a, it hurts everyone's feelings. If you were called somewhere sick and they said, Calm down, sir. We're going to find that. You would be. You would take that personally, right? Wouldn't you? Just because it's not who you are. Uh, I mean, I actually had a similar experience this weekend, and it wasn't even over the phone. It was in person. Oh, wait. Do tell. <laughs> Hold on. Do we have to take a break or no? Can, uh, we, get, can, we, can we get to this on this side of the break? We have to take a break? What happened? Oh, we have... Okay. What happened, sir? Tell so, us. So, <laughs> so my wife and I 
went golfing this weekend um, because I hadn't been in a long time and I wanted to, you know, test out how bad I was and it was bad. But anyway, we were finishing up. It was the end of the day. It's probably like five or five thirty, and the course was closing down. I just want to write down. I want to keep track of the gayest sentences we say. And yeah. my wife and I went golfing this weekend. Yep. I just got to write that down on yep. the list. Go, yep. go ahead. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm with you now. Okay. I was uh, pulling out my club. I was about to take a swing, and then this guy. <laughs> that guy sucks at golf. <laughs> some some and, spectator. No. So this guy who works there at the golf course was driving up in his little golf cart up the path. And he was coming from kind of far away, and he was probably, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 feet away by this point. And he said, excuse me, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) That's the greatest. And then he kept (laughs) driving up. And I was like, did he just say fellas? And Katie was like, yeah, I think so. And, like, we were dressed like... I was dressed in, like, workout clothes. I was. I mean, my hair was tied back, but I don't think I looked that masculine to the point where I was just automatically assumed to be a dude. Excuse me, fellas. Your giant bulge is blocking the green view. You can put that... We're ladies. Excuse me, fellas. You have to yell four. Um, so he said, I just wanted to let you know I closed the gate, but if you want to get out, you have to go around this way or whatever. And we were like, Since okay, you're thanks. fellas, you could just climb over the gate. <laughs> you're just a couple of rugged men. A couple of nice, nice guys. So he kept going, he kept, you know, scooting off. And I was like, why wouldn't you, like, if he had gotten as close as he eventually got to us, wouldn't you realize, like, after the conversation that we are not fellas? Maybe he thought, maybe he from far away <laughs> thought you were ladies, but as he got closer, he's like, just a couple of fellas <laughs> taking their sweet-ass time or on the 18th. should I think that this is a compliment? Because most of the time, when golfing, it's mostly men that are golfing, and our golfing was so good that he mm. assumed that we were just one of the guys. If you're going to try to turn that around into a compliment, <laughs> you're a better person than I. I think that's great. And I'll, I will say, in, in defense of you, and who knew that today's theme would be uh, gender confusion? Yeah. But the guys that usually drive around the golf courses in the carts are average age is like 130. Right. So I'm sure his No, vision... he was a young guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like man bun guy. He could be listening now being like, I'm a lady. Why does this fella keep calling me... <laughs> Being confusing. I that was man just bun's reaching a out some fellas. Ponytail. Well, That's listen. A nice voluptuous woman. Uh, you know what? I know that uh, people can get really sensitive about the topics that we are discussing now. I understand it. It's the world we're in. But also, every once in a while, just a couple of fellas can have a laugh, right? <laughs> right. Two fellas and a couple of microphones. When we return, uh, maybe we change the name of the show to that. Be right back. Take your calls. Continuing. 833-77-CALL-Q. If you want to get in on the show, uh, you can also uh, hit us up on the Twitter at NTC Show. The NTC stands for No Things Considered. And we'll be back right after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. This is No Things Considered on the all-new and very popular Channel Q. Hit us up. Very What? You know, once again, they've messed up this phone number. <laughs> it's seven eight three three seven seven. call q Yeah, but then they try to write it out so we could... I don't like it when people... Sp- I got a. Well, you're I, dyslexic. That's why it's hard for you. Right. So it's don't not, look at the numbers. Look at the letters. It's not Q call. You're saying? <laughs> Damn it! I've been calling the wrong station. <laughs> Q call. Eight three three seven seven call. Quake. Q. It's the line for Quakers. It's a brand new radio station. Uh, the oatmeal people love us. So uh, give us a shout, and of course, uh, you can join in on any of the things we're discussing coming up a little bit later into the next hour. We will be giving each other some movies. Ali will be forcing me to watch a super gay movie. I will force her to watch a super straight one. We will then review those same movies uh, next week. I believe. Which I don't even really need to give you an assignment this week because you're already watching Gianni Versace. I am watching, and let me tell you, I don't understand why people pay a lot of money for sheets with Medusa's head on them, but uh, (laughs) I found that story to be so far beautifully shot, and I am curious to find out exactly. Beautifully shot. Is that the sex scene? No, that was when he got shot beautifully (laughs) outside of his (laughs) place. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just saying, they're shooting the film, they're shooting the TV show, it's very uh, it's very cool. I mean, I like stuff that's shot in Miami anyway. Oh, you do? I yeah. never knew that about you. Yeah, I think that's a cool, I like Miami. I think Miami's got a cool vibe to it, it's a cool backdrop. I don't I've know. never been there. 
Never been to Miami? No, nope, oh, you've never, never been, been to Florida. Florida. That's how that's how gay Ali is. She won't even go to a state shaped like a penis. <laughs> I don't want any part of it. Well, anyway, um, we'll get into all of that, but we need to decide what news stories we're going to be delivering on the airwaves in a few moments. It's time for our first ever News It or Lose It. Here we go. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. All right. These are all actual news stories. We only have time to cover some of them, and so we will make our decision right now. Even Don Lemon, a reputable newsman, has to rest his throat once in a while. All right. Here's your first headline. The Knot removes Texas listing after venue refuses to host gay wedding. Ooh, that's rough. I'm thinking about it. Uh, Randy Credico's dog Bianca is in the spotlight thanks to Roger Stone's indictment. Lose it. (laughs) Marriage has made Prince Harry, quote, grumpy and aloof. Lose it. Mm -hmm. Chocolate-fed sushi fish set to become Valentine's Day treat. Mm, That's interesting. Interesting. Let's lose it. Empty trash bag spotted orbiting Earth. You know what? I've got so many questions about that trash bag, but I'm going to say if uh, time is of the essence, we must lose that as well. Okay. I think the two most news, newsworthy stories. I'm always interested when a, uh, a place refuses to provide wedding services. I can never get that, uh, it, it, in addition to just being a disgusting outlet. You wish that you could be refused wedding services? Yeah, I don't know why they were so willing to give me expensive orchids. I don't want them. You know, and I actually have something. Not, I don't think of this magnitude, but something kind of similar, I think, happened to me when I was getting married. All right, so we will uh, get into that when we return. Uh, the news part of News It or Lose It is when we kick off the next hour after this on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Time to get smart. I know that normally you would not think that coming out of our voices. You're going to learn something, but, uh, you know, we can't always get to all the stories we'd like to cover which is why we are forcing ourselves to at least cover some stuff that is happening in the world in a brand new daily segment called News It or Lose It. The first suggestion is we lose the segment. Well, that is not an option. (laughs) That's not the rules of News It or Lose It, you see. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. All right, just before the break... With a song, we were given some options. Some of them I found incredibly boring, but uh, there's two stories we're going to spend some time talking about right now in this first ever News It or Lose It. All right. Let's talk about this guy, Randy Credico's dog, Bianca. Oh, no, we wait. said Lose It. Sorry. Okay. A lose It. Strong All right. Lose It. <laughs> All right. The Knot. You've heard of The Knot. It's that website that helps you plan and execute your wedding, the wedding of your dreams. Um it's something I used for my wedding. I'm glad to say that this specifically never happened to me, but I think something kind of similar happened. Okay, so this gay couple, gay dude couple, they were using the knot to plan their wedding. What do you they, mean gay dude couple? They were a couple gay guys. Oh, they have that too? Huh? What two, do you mean? They have two guys now also? Wow, I thought yeah, it was just no, lesbians. No, no, no. The gay guys can get married too. Jeez. Yeah, it's both. That's great. Genderless. Um so they were using the knot. They were finding a wedding venue. They wanted to get married in Texas. They picked out this adorable little countryside barn-like wedding venue. Then they you know, reached out to book it or to at least take a look at it. And the venue responded and said, don't bother coming here because we don't allow gay weddings. It's wrong. Blah, 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 blah. The whole shabille. So what did the knot do about this? They did the right thing. And they took the venue off of the Knots website so that no one, hetero or otherwise, will be able to find this listing. And they this should have used the um, the website, the Balloon Knot. It's a much better place to plan a gay wedding. <laughs> Is that a gay joke? Uh, kind of. <laughs> so you have to look look it up after the show. It's very funny. Uh, I know the knot is just the thing that was in my stomach when I was watching walking down the aisle. But this was a very helpful website, and I actually. I didn't use it for, there was something that we wanted to do at the end of our wedding or it was like. Annulment? It was an annulment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't give it to us because we were gay. That's annoying. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It was like, but don't you guys want us not to be married? So Katie was like, what are we going to do about the end of the wedding when we're walking out, like the big exit? And I was like, I don't care. We just leave. Like, we're just going to go to the after party. She was like, no, it has to be all fancy and we have to get like an old car. 
to to get do our getaway in. And I was like, okay. So just got an Uber X. She was got a very well, old car. That's what we ended up doing. Yeah. It was just an old car. Well, look at this. Yeah. It's an old Nissan. An old Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, so I, I looked into some of the places that had like those old timey cars, and there was this guy who. He's well, you wanted like, something from like Casablanca to take yeah. you guys away from the wedding reception. You're right. Yeah. And I was like, it's like a half a mile from the venue. Why are we gonna pay somebody like four hundred dollars or whatever it is just to take us a half a mile? But she was like, it's for the pictures. I was like, I'll look into it. So, of course, I tried to go the cheap route, and I contacted this guy who's just a private owner of a really nice car, an old car, and he just rents it out to people that are that want it for, like, the night or for an hour or whatever. That's a cool move, actually. The more I think about it, I feel like you could do decent. If you wanted to drive a really nice car yourself but couldn't really afford it, then you could just figure out a way to rent it out, loan it out. Yeah, that's what he did. He bought it, and he just rents it out. Smart move. It's good. Probably so- paying... Part of that guy's uh, lease every month, I right? would imagine. So I, I called him up, and I was like, hey, I really want to, you know, rent the car. I want to see what it's like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, you know, this car, it's it's like a, 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 it was like a beige color. And he was like, it looks really, really good against a tuxedo and a dress. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, sorry, sir, we <laughs> have two tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> There's a no dress, no way. No, I was like, actually, I'm marrying my wife. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to look at our calendar and see if it's available. Whoa. And I was like, okay, well, if you could check and let me know. I'm still very interested. Let me know. And then we got off the phone, and he texted me later that day and said that it's not available. Maybe you'd be more comfortable posing in front of a Miata. <laughs> no, Subaru hatchback. That was the other <laughs> thing is I was going to rent a U-Haul. I thought it would be hysterical yeah. if we had like a U-Haul van or like a Subaru or something that we, we could get away in. Luckily, the car we rented for that weekend was a Subaru, so it kind of still made sense. You know, that thing about, you, you always make that point about U-Haul, lesbian, U-Haul is a type of lesbian. That's a very inside softball term in the sense that like- Another, I, another great one. Well, that's right. It's actually the phrase is inside baseball, but I was trying to les it up for you. But like, <laughs> as a guy that's been a big fan of lesbians, I never knew about this U-Haul thing until you brought, I think that's something that you only kind of know if you're in the- Really? I, I thought that was like a widely known stereotype. No, no. I think the obvious stereotypes are like Subaru, softball. You think Subaru over U-Haul? Oh, no question. Really? No question, because the, the woman who was doing Subaru commercials forever was uh, not Billie Jean King, but that other lesbian tennis player. Uh, you know. No, not that one. The Federer? other one. No, that's a man. <laughs> There's a day. Anyway, the point I'm making is- Serena Williams? No, the lesbian tennis player with the glasses. Uh, Not Steffi Graf. I don't know. I don't know enough tennis players to finish this. You should. What kind of lesbian are you that you can't name five female tennis players? I'm a softball lesbian, not a tennis lesbian. So you would say that U-Haul is even less of a popular stereotype than like us loving dogs? Yes. Yeah, the U-Haul thing, I, I was unaware even existed as a stereotype until you explained to me that that's a type of, le- that wow. lesbians are super clingy and they want to move in. There's so many things I would have, professional sports, uh, powerlifting. Uh, I, I mean, I, I could go on and on with the lesbian stereotypes that I have thought of. What about of. flannel? You th- did you know about yeah, flannel flannel. Before? Yeah, that was Birkenstocks, flannel, Lilith Fair. Oh, yeah. Um, Love uh, it. Music festivals. There's a lot of Scissors. things. Scissors. Scissors, scissoring, mm. hair styling. Um, and lack thereof. Lack thereof, which is fascinating. Very tight ponytails. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot I, I knew of. I just the, the, That of all of them is so low on my list. It wouldn't even be in my top 20 lesbian stereotypes. Wow, so then the joke may, maybe wouldn't have even been worth it if I had really gotten a U-Haul. Yeah, I think people would have been like, wow, that's really sad. That's uh, stupid. That's, <laughs> Where are they, they going? Must, they I thought clearly, this was a destination Clearly wedding. could not get any other transportation to get out of their wedding well, than I'm that. I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad I just went it lost on me, but then again, you know, sometimes jokes go over my head too, believe it or not. Wow. All right. Here's your other story. If you have an other that is significant enough to warrant a Valentine's Day celebration, there is a new, more expensive way to take them out for dinner, and you should not wine and dine your loved one on sushi. You should go the extra mile by giving them chocolate-fed sushi. Yellowtail fish that has been given a steady diet of chocolate before being killed. This is a new trend. They call it chocoburi. It is much like a fine wine, and apparently it matters, and it changes the overall flavor of the fish if you control what goes in the fish beforehand. And this is not the first time they've done this. Other fish have been fed a hearty citrus diet or fed a bunch of olives. (laughs) I just picture someone trying to feed a fish olives. I don't see how that would be successful. But well, it's a it, good deal for the fish when they're like, huh, life's not so bad. Like my, my cousin Bruce was recently just caught by a fisherman. That stinks, but I mean, chocolate all day, you think everything's great until 
the sushi chef comes and slices you up and puts you on a little patty of rice and gives you just some couple. Yeah, your so, inevitable future of sitting on top of a pile of rice. Well, I always think about that with those cows because this is similar to the Kobe beef, right, where they will have certain cows that they feed, I believe, what, wine or sake or something? Yeah, there is this new trend of, like, what what goes in, like, you, it's not about what you eat, it's about what you're eating ate. Right. You know, so it's like grass-fed beef or this Wagyu beef, like you said, is being fed wine or whatever it is. massaged. I mean, some of that uh, beef, the really good stuff, supposedly, they give it wine and they give it like it's the the cow is massaged from birth until, you know, inevitable death so that when you're eating it, you're like, "Mm, man, this thing was not stressed out at all. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the whole idea. They must think like, man, I really got a good lot in life. This is great. Right. So if you're one of those cows, you're thinking to yourself like, wow, I feel bad. Like my my entire family's turned into jackets, but I'm just chilling (laughs) here, getting hammered and getting massaged all day. This is awesome. But then you know the end of the road is... It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty permanent between two buns. Yeah, that's the future. But that is an interesting trend, or I don't know if it's a trend necessarily, but the idea that, like you said, it's not even what you're eating; it's what you're eating ate and what you, how you how what you're eating was was raised, which is something that well, obviously no one used to care about because but now it's like this thing was cage free. This thing was given regular massages. This thing loved its parents. Those parents are actually going to be coming out on the next course. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just feel like I get it with cows because cows will eat and drink literally anything. With fish, I just like I thought all they ate was like crap and algae and fish food. I just don't see like you must. It's not like they would naturally just eat chocolate. You have to be force feeding them chocolate and olives. Yeah. How are they supposed to eat that? To, to and slightly it, change the flavor and that's the other thing about fish in general is that I always thought a, a good fish doesn't taste like fish. No, it just tastes like nothing. Like nothing, which I never which really delicious. understood the concept of until I had a fish that tasted like fish. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. And then the waiter's like, what's wrong? I was like, ah, it tastes like fish. Was like, I was yeah, like, no, that's just me. That's what you, that's what you got. That's what you ordered. So, uh. But that's the whole idea. So now it's the whole concept of eating things. And eventually, and this is the way we're moving, obviously, we're all going to be able to eat whatever we want. It's not going to matter anyway because it's printed. It's all just artificially printed anyway. So if you want tuna tartare, no fish were harmed in the making of that because they'll just print out tuna tartare from some. Oh, you mean like a three D printer? Yes, exactly. It's ah. going to be. It's, it's food printing. That's that's where we're at. That's the future. And if, if you want to think about the future, really. Go to any motel 20 years ago when you were getting pancakes in the lobby and they were doing those printed pancakes for you. Remember that whole thing? <laughs> no. You never went to stay, never stayed at like, um, never stayed at like a La, La Quinta or something like that? Like, <laughs> no. Wait in the lobby and it was like, you push a button and it would just pff, plop out a little bit of batter and voila, it would just print you out a pancake. It was deli- it was great. Oh, that sounds amazing. But that's where we're headed now, but that's going to be with everything. So, so now the printing's not just going to be on the menu. That's right. No, there'll be no printing on the menu anymore. <laughs> Menu's going to be dead animal carcass. <laughs> They got, they got, Ew, this menu is disgusting. <laughs> bleeding all over the place. Premier so printed menu hammer. has been fed with wine and chocolate. So uh, <laughs> those are the two big stories you can take from today's show, at the very least. Uh, one is that The Knot is doing doing good by the LGBT community by getting rid of a um, yeah. getting rid of a venue that was uh, refusing service. I never understood that. Just as, just as someone trying to have a successful business. business and seriously. your business is weddings. I would think the greatest thing that could happen to you is the, oh, they've legalized gay marriage. That's amazing now. Think of all these people now that have the ability to get married. Think of all these additional people we can now rip off for the cost of a centerpiece. (laughs) Yeah. And shouldn't you want to rip us off if you hate us so much? Right. That's what I would think. If I hated gays, quote me a saying this, Allie. (laughs) I would say, It's a new segment idea. If I I hated gays. Write that down for tomorrow, all right? This has been uh, News It or Lose It. Uh, New stories I'm sure we'll tackle tomorrow. When we get back, though. This is going to be pretty exciting. It's Tuesday, which means it's time for Just the Tip Tuesday. Listen closely to what we have to say, and you can have a better quality of life starting immediately, or at least immediately following the next segment here on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. All right, let's have ourselves a conversation. Totally interactive, totally inclusive environment here on uh, the all-new Channel Q. Hello, Palm Springs, and hello, the rest of you. We are having ourselves a decent time today, Allie, recovering from being sick. I think you I don't are even like... I think I'm qualified as recovering. Well, I think you're like I was probably three days ago, so I'm not going to say I'm nef- necessarily the reason you are sick. A lot of people, as soon as they get sick, immediately want someone to blame it on. They, 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 that's almost what they want more than getting healthy. They just want to be able to say, who can I hate 
and blame this on. Well, people on Twitter were blaming you for getting me sick. It said, damn you, Kevin, and his Petri dish house for yep. getting you sick. But yep. I actually don't think I can blame you because Thank there you. are so many people that are sick. Yep. I cannot even put it on one person. That's very nice of you to say. Uh, Collectively, but, the germy world has yeah. gotten me sick. And if you're going to blame anyone, let's all blame uh, little snotty Susan over there in accounting, all right? Because uh, <laughs> she's just sitting there crying at her desk every day. She's like, wah, wah. So, I don't have any more sick days. Yeah, she's got no more sick days, but tons of cats. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got lots to get to in a moment. We will uh, give each other some movies to check out. If you have any recommendations for gay straight movies that we should be watching, you're more than welcome to hit us up on the socials at NTC Show. Uh, I've got one that I will be giving you. You've got one you'll be giving me. But before we do that, it is Tuesday. It's time for us to give you some things that could change your life for the better. It's time for Just the Tip Tuesday. And in honor of um, what we're going through and your snottiness and my sore throat, etc., these are all things... All of the myths that you've been told about getting sick. And um, a lot of these, I will say, before we read them on the air, I don't know when I first heard them. I believe them as if they were fact. I thought this was like medical evidence. This, if I do this, I'm not going to get sick. Or if I don't do this, I can avoid. And it turns out all of these are nonsense. Yeah, I know. I, there are some of them that are sold that I was like, oh, yeah, I could see that being a myth. But there are some that I, I definitely do on a regular basis. And apparently it doesn't do crap. All right. First one is that going out in the cold with wet hair can cause you to get catch a cold. That's a very old one, I think. And I I think I heard somebody telling me that this was a myth and I was like, "No way. I mean, it makes sense. Your head is wet and your head is cold and then if you're you're going to catch something because you have like a weakened immune system." They said they call it a cold, but that's just the name of it. Colds are caused by viruses. They're not caused by actually being in cold situations. So when my wife yells at me because she gets home and I'm in the backyard running around with my kid who's got no shoes on and no shirt on right. and you're no pants catch a cold. on, she goes, well, that's you're being a horrible father. She's going to get sick now. I can say to her, forgetting about the fact that she's naked running around in our yard, I can say, well, according to- You're the, the sick one. You're sick for perpetuating this old school stereotype about getting sick. Exactly. That's really all the... The only reason that we're doing this is so that we can get a one-up on our significant others. It's the only reason we do anything. Okay. You can get the flu from the flu shot. This is another myth. Uh, according to the Center for Disease Control, it is just not true, and most flu vaccines are made with an inactivated form of the flu virus, and it's not infectious. So anyone who avoids the flu shot because you're like, that's going to get me sick, or I'm just going to... It makes me more likely to get the flu. That's absolutely not the case. However, all you anti-vaxxers out there as well. Let me ask you this. The people that buy into that, the people that believe that, don't you think that they don't trust what the CDC is saying anyway? The people that really believe the flu vaccine is put right. on by the government so they can track us, et cetera, whatever. Is that what they think? Uh, there's a lot of theories that about the it. the flu shots are tracking devices? Tracking us. The government's giving, you know, population control by uh, infecting a certain small percentage what? of that. Oh, there's, the theories are crazy. But do There you... is no population control. Well, that's that's why they need more flu shots. <laughs> well, it's, they're not doing a very good job if they're trying to weed people out. That's ridiculous. But do you believe that... The people that are convinced that they don't want to get a flu shot because the one year in the last 20 they got the flu shot is the year they got sick, they don't care what the CDC says because they think they're in on the scam. I know. That's true. They think that they're all working for the man who apparently is, what, our president trying to kill us off? Okay. Next one. People get sick after flying because of the recycled air on planes. This is not true. The air filters on board planes are actually very good for getting rid of microbes in the air and only half the cabin air is recycled. So if you're saying, hey, I, I got sick because I traveled and I went on this plane and then I just caught something that somebody else had and it was from all the recycled air, you cannot blame that. It was all you because the recycled air has nothing to do with it. It's actually quite the opposite. Yeah, but if you're sitting next to someone or someone's behind you and they're coughing the entire well, yeah, time. It's it, the people. Yeah, it's the not people. Not the air. But right. Well, but I'm saying if someone coughs into the air, I'm getting it anyway. I actually have learned the best thing you can do on an airplane is take those vents and Put them right, push them right at you. A lot of people push them away from them because they think it's going to blow all the. Uh, they're going to take the uh, you know those powerful jet streams of the air conditioning and blow all the germs away from them. I actually will put them right on my face. Really? Because my theory is they're going to blow all that 
purified air into my face and hopefully I'll breathe that. I really put zero thought into it. In fact, I never, ever, ever use those little blowhole things. I think that they suck and I don't ever, ever like cold air blowing on me. Sometimes I just try to crack a window on the plane, but they frown, <laughs> they frown on that. You have to crack both, both panes. But if you do that, then you at least have one of those oxygen masks to use. And that is really, that's the germ-free sanctuary <laughs> yeah. right there. I mean, if you really don't want to get sick on a plane, just don't touch the tray table. Apparently, that's the dirtiest thing on the entire plane. Dirty, dirty, dirty. All right. You should sweat out a fever. There is no evidence that bundling up or layering with blankets or anything is going to help you br break a fever. If you're feeling hot, you should actually do the opposite. Put a cold compress on your head to stay cool. And if you're shivering, you can put on an extra blanket. But none of these things will help you get rid of a fever. Hmm. Moving on. Uh, so far, every single one of these things I've thought to be fact before yep. you've broken them down. Mm -hmm. This is just the Tip Tuesdays, uh, No Things Considered on Channel Q, breaking down the, I guess you could call them old wives' tales, although I think that's probably a ageist and sexist term, mm -hmm. so let's just call old them- Old partner tales. Can't call them old. Can't call them old anymore. That's ageist. So we'll just call these random human tales. <laughs> random human okay. tales. Another myth. Loading up on vitamin C will keep you from getting sick. A lot of people, if you feel something in the back of your throat, you're like, oh no, I'm getting sick. I'm going to reach out for that emergency. I'm going to eat a thousand oranges, whatever it is. You immediately start popping vitamin C supplements. Too little, too late, apparently. There is um, no data. That's that proves that if you take vitamin C once you're getting sick, that it's going to kick your cold. I've had five vitamin C pills this morning. It doesn't matter. I've had uh, uh, coldies, zinc lozenges. Do they do anything? No. We should I just don't. create a powder called Sucker, and we should just sell it. And it's just like, and we should put a bunch of pictures of germs with like the, uh, you know, the, with the X through them, and just. In the fine print say there, because you know, that's what the fine print on all that stuff really says. It goes, this is a vitamin supplement. Results may vary and blah, blah you know, sometimes the FDA hasn't even looked into this. Mm -hmm. Those are sucker pills. Yeah, they all are, but we, I still buy, uh, even I go, hey, even if there's a 0.0001% chance it's going to work, I might as well take it. I feel like garbage right now. But why don't we just come up with something that looks really cool, like an energy drink. <laughs> like activated a, charcoal pills? Charcoal. Get a couple buzzwords in there. Red velvet, charcoal, cage-free. Have you heard of the liquid silver? That's the new one. Great. What does it do? Take it. I don't know. You're Eat taking it. drops of silver in your body or something because it balances out your alkaline some crap. That's I don't a, know. That's a train song. <laughs> just, these are lyrics to train songs. Drops of silver in the body. Game. <laughs> I know it is. All right. Uh, there is some data, though, that says if you take vitamin C every day, it can reduce your chances of getting a cold. But it's not like after you t after the fact you can't take it. It's not going to help. Okay. Exercising while you're sick helps you sweat out your toxins. This is one that I always do if I'm getting sick. I'm like, why don't I just sweat it out? And that never works. You can't sweat out whatever's making you sick, whether it's a cold, flu, or fever. What you really need to do is just stay hydrated and get rest. Um, and then finally, wearing a mask will prevent you from catching cold or catching the flu. This is another one that we've already talked about earlier on the show. Wearing a mask is going to help. It's not going to, it doesn't do anything apparently. Patients who have the flu often wear masks to prevent spreading the sickness. They even do this in hospitals, but um, it does not work. If you catch the flu through the virus droplets in the air on the surface, wearing a mask will help you, will keep you from breathing one in during your nose and mouth. But if you touch an infected surface, it doesn't matter. And apparently the thing that we all do the most, which is the way that the germs get into our body the quickest, is the itching of the eyes. It's not even the nose oh, so much I'm or the mouth. That's why, that's why I wanted to wait till you were doing it before I said it. Um, that's the thing that really gets it into your system. And that, or picking again, your nose. This could be, no, see, I don't think, I think you always assume, like, uh, oh, I, uh, someone used my spoon and then I used the spoon or I drank out of the same soda. Now I'm going to catch what they got. And, yeah, that's probably not a great thing. My wife, you know, she will not kiss me on the mouth a lot of times. Not when we're no, sick, yeah, just, just in general. Yeah. But she'll she's, say. Oh, even when you're both healthy. She's both like, healthy. I don't want to get sick. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, let's celebrate. We just got a flu shot. Let's kiss on the mouth. <laughs> but um, the real thing is getting something germy and then touching your eyes because that's the way apparently it gets in the system. Just like if you're going to do high, high power blotter acid, always want to yeah. put it through the eyeballs. So yep. Everyone knows that. Or, a, or a, uh, in the backside. Don't do drugs, kids. That's what we're saying. Uh, all right. Well, this has been just the Tip Tuesday. Did we learn anything? I don't know. I guess it's that we're always just going to get sick no matter what. So nothing you do is ever going to stop it. Anything we thought we were doing to try to stay healthy is not working. So uh, that's why we have to go back to our original plan that we uh, mentioned on the show about an hour ago now, which is hibernation. hibernation. 
one month forced hibernation. We all stay in during the most dangerous cold and flu season, and then we reemerge again with big beards like a big hairy prohibition. <laughs> we'll be back after this on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No things considered. Channel Q. <coughs> You want to cough into the microphone? Or I wanna... coughed away from it. This is the all-new Channel Q. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We promise you will not get sick just by listening to this radio show. Although, if you do run into us, you probably don't want to go in for the hug. At least no. give us a week to fully recover. Although, does it feel like I've been sick for months now? Well, I would say two weeks, but I I felt like I was getting sick for about a week, and now I think I'm going to be sick for about a week. So it is a long and well. When we're healthy again, you better believe this show is going to be damn good. So you'll be happy that you sat through uh, this germy the dark part. times. The dark times. Yeah, we'll all look back and laugh. Oh man, I just actually licked the microphone. Ew, oh boy. Ew. I think that means I'm officially a member of the LGBT plus community. Yeah, guys, it's good to be here. <laughs> Give it a little jostle. Come on. Eight three three. Seven seven call Q. Put that number on your phone. You may not need it today, but maybe we'll talk about something down the line, and you'll say, hmm, "I've got a, I've got an opinion on that. I'd like to chime in." What's the number? Eight three three seven seven call Q. If you want to interact with the show on our social at NTC Show, you can find us there for No Things Considered, or we are Channel Q. All right, uh, we have to give each other some movies to watch. Usually, that would sound fun. Uh, however, I am wa- forcing Allie to watch what I believe to be totally heterosexual, oftentimes super macho, manly movies. She usually will come back and tell me why those movies were just uh, a cover for a gay erotica. She's yep. taken most of the movies that I enjoyed throughout my entire life and convinced me that they were actually gay rom-coms. Die Hard was a gay love story. A yeah. gay Christmas love story. Well, I'd like to see you make Top Gun gay. Is that what you're giving me? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one made itself plenty gay. Don't worry. I, I, I know, uh, I know, boys, guys playing volleyball. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's though get to it. It's time for the gay straight movie reviews. This is the part where we give each other the movies, and some of these are listener recommended. You can always get us your thoughts uh, on the twitters at NTC Show. Last time we did this, I believe you watched Predator and did not enjoy it. I watched a pretty hot gay lesbian movie about a photographer. Oh, yeah, you watched High Art. Seducing her model. And uh, as much as I would like to say I hated it, I enjoyed the parts of it that were not weird and creepy. Well, see, this is kind of not fair because if I give you a really hot lesbian movie, you're going to enjoy it. But even if you give me a very sexual hetero movie, I'm still not going to enjoy it. So... It's, it's kind of skewed here. Yeah, but that's weird because you've even said when you're having, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to share this on the air, but why the hell not at this point? When you're having your alone time, personal time? Yep. Gay guys. You like to watch men. Yeah, I like to watch two men because I think that they are having the best time. It's not about the gender. It's about how much fun they're having. And all the gay guys all the time are having the most fun in the adult film world. So Allie feels that even though she's attracted to women, likes women, is a woman, married a woman that looks a lot like her. But she's having personal alone time, and she's trying to be, um, she's trying to be um, turned on. She likes to watch men, so it makes me question really everything that I know about you. But by but I that, can't watch two women because it's not realistic. By that rationale, I would think that you would love any macho man movie I gave you because it would just be like uh, foreplay. A couple of guys drag racing cars down the, uh, you know, on a river. Okay, well, I mean, you did give me Fast and Furious Seven, so that one was pretty hot. You get to uh, give me the first movie, so I'm ready. Okay, I uh, I'm giving you this movie. Um, I, I thought of it this weekend when I was watching on Sunday night the gayest thing that was on television, the WWE Royal Rumble. No, I'm just kidding. I watched Rent. How dare you badmouth and- the Royal Rumble <laughs> like that? You know, I think that I, I don't disagree with you that there's a lot of erotic homo erotica undertones and overtones in mm-hmm. that. But it's still a beautiful uh, sporting event. Yeah, when they rip off their little muscly t whatever white yes. beater shirts. Yes. Um. I'm giving you the movie Rent, because oh. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't know if you've ever seen the musical. I'm going to sing a song about how many minutes that movie takes me to get through. 
<laughs> That'll be the gayest thing to happen on this radio station. I'll be really excited to hear that. Uh, the show that took place on Sunday night was terrible. The movie is also, in my opinion, not great, but I want you to watch it because if you don't know the story yet or know the musical itself, I think you probably should by this point, especially if you have a job on this station. So I'm going to give you Rent. <sighs> You know, rent is something, the word in and of itself, I despise. I hate the fact that we're about to enter the month where rent gets you, if you're still paying rent. You wouldn't be able to watch the movie Own either. Oh, no. I've been, I've actually tried a few times. I've been denied. (laughs) I try to, I try to watch Own and they say, maybe you should try rent again. Lease. But as we get into the month of February, it's the month I hate paying rent the most because it is the shortest month. So just in theory, Ah. it, it is the least amount of time between paying rent and since the rent remains the same for a 28-day month as it does for a 31-day month, you feel I always feel like I'm getting screwed a little mm, bit. Okay. So well, thanks, for giving, him, thanks for giving me rent screwed, then. right now. I'm going to give you what I believe to be one of the greatest Western movies of all time. Okay. And unfortunately for you, it's not Brokeback Mountain. Damn it. You will be watching the film known as Tombstone. Oh, Lord. Is that the one with that guy in the cowboy hat and the long mustache, the curly one? That covers pretty much every <laughs> cowboy movie that was ever made. But yes, Allie, that is that one. So I would like you to say that you absolutely will be watching that film. And not only will you be watching it, you will be... Reenacting it? Live reenacting in it live with the cast of Rent. <laughs> this has been... Hold on. Um, our boss has entered the room right now for a very important topic. And I think he wants to... Welcome to the sick bay. Hold on one second. First of all, you're super brave for coming in here yeah. during the show, but you're even braver for sitting that close to Allie. Yeah, I am pretty brave. <laughs> all right. How's I it just, going? Uh, it's going okay. Did I hear you say, as a lesbian woman, you like to watch gay male porn? Exclusively. What the hell is that all about? See, let me ask you. As a straight man, I had a problem accepting that as well, but then I kind of felt like I just didn't understand it because I'm a, I'm a dumb straight guy. But you uh, are a dumb gay guy. Exactly. So you also find that to be shocking? Uh, shocking, weird, a little gross. A yes, little... it's gross. Yeah, you're gross, hey, Allie. Boycott Allie. Hey, Hashtag boycott don't Allie. Don't judge me for what I watch on the adult on, on porns. I, I like... don't Be- understand this. Because women, most of the time, women in on adult websites, they are faking it or they are playing it up in some way to please the straight guy that is watching them. So I like to watch men because they are really just into each other and they're having a great time yeah. together. Maybe not so much. See, that's the thing. You probably look at the same videos she does and say, these guys are phoning it in. These guys are a couple of heteros that are just looking to make 20 bucks so they can buy some more creatine. I'm not much of a porn person, but when I've seen it, I've seen a lot of fakery going on both sides. Really? I just think, and kidding aside, I'm not judging you. I'm just curious. That is so bizarre to me. I don't know. I'm not alone. There are a lot of lesbians that like to watch gay porn. Okay, so then my first instinct is then... I don't. That I don't I'm not even, gay. I don't. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did you lie on the application to get a job here? Did you lie? Li- yes, did I did. Did you lie? I've got to pull up your application again. I don't know about. <laughs> Listen, this. Uh, Brian. I'm telling you right now. When she first told me this, I thought she misspoke. Usually, that's the solution when there's a problem with Allie. She she spoke and didn't know what she said. <laughs> the cold medicine. I asked her a couple of times, and she reiterated the fact that she likes she likes to watch a couple of guys uh, okay. together. And I said, so I don't. I, the, I'm, I'm, per, I'm perplexed. I, I, I'm perplexed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some research on this because I know that I am not alone in my thinking. And do because some research on this. What my, does that entail? I'm gonna Where's Allie been for the last four days? I'm going to a whole lot more game porn, and <laughs> right. I'm going to really investigate why I enjoy it because I'm not. my wife enjoys it as well, and I know that there are other lesbians out there that are, this, are of the same ilk as me. Now, it's I, I have heard of, I have straight girlfriends, mind you, who have told me this, and it makes sense to me because yes. they are interested in the male persuasion. Agreed, agreed. And I know straight women that enjoy watching two men together as well. Right. But that, to me, would be like it's double their, they're into that, so now they get to see two of what they're into. But I like all things gay. I like gay guys. 
I like to see gay women. I but I I like that because they're enjoying themselves much more than two women. The two women I cannot find them having good realistic sex. If I can find that on on the internet, the show prob- it to me. Give me the a website. Problem is Allie's a musical theater major or something like that? I, I tune her out when she talks, but she was saying something along the lines of she it's the acting is what gets her. That's what bothers her. The bad acting and the two women. It's like they've all got really long nails. They're all like making sounds well, you, that you would why normally. Why aren't you watching amateur porn? Yeah, amateur. Because then they're category. amateurs. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Did we solve anything? I know. I'm going to find that. I'm going to find out more about this, and I'm going to get. There's a psychology behind it that makes sense, and it does not make me straight or bisexual. And I will bring it next week. All right. All right. Well, uh, you know what, Allie? Let me just say, as a straight man, I also enjoy watching two gay women make love. There you go. So there you go. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you I can't believe the hours of conversation we've had. That's the first time the boss felt the need to come <laughs> in here. Like, wait a and, minute. And and, and and wanted to make sure that he did not mishear what you said. But that is one of the many things that makes Allie. I think I just lost my job. Allie. Oh, well, you know what? Then today was worth it. Aren't you glad you came in here? Damn you. Uh, We will uh, be back in a moment to wrap up the show. Thanks for your uh, continued support, listening to us on the all-new Channel Q. This is No Things Considered, unless it comes to Allie's alone time, in which case lots of things are considered. Uh, We'll be back right after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered, Channel Q. And just like that, our time has come to an end for today's show, No Things Considered. We're going to grab our dirty tissues and, and get out of here. Yep, we've that's accumulated our, quite a pile. That is, uh, that's going to be our new catchphrase at the end of every show. We're going to say, time to grab our dirty tissues and go. <laughs> I think every show does that on this station. Yeah, it's really, I don't, the fact that we don't have a sponsorship yet with Kleenex is shocking because <laughs> we go through... Uh, I hope you're not a fan of trees because, boy, we are we are just mass murdering them on a daily basis, especially as we are uh, recovering from being sick. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, tomorrow, oh, tomorrow, we got some good stuff planned for you, the return of the gay MA. So if you've got questions, you want us to uh, answer them. Question you've ever wanted to know from a gay lesbian or a straight man like myself, hit us up at NTC Show on the Twitter. You can find Allie at uh, your Allie Johnson. Find me at the Kevin Klein. And uh, always hit us up with your thoughts. Thanks for continuing to check out the show. Updates coming hopefully by the end of the week about podcasts so you can listen to this show yes. on your schedule even more. On in the, demand. In the meantime, what it's all about these days. Radio.com is a great place to uh, check us out. Of course, thank you for those of you that are listening to us on the actual radio as well. We appreciate it. It's where we look our best, on the radio. <laughs> uh, we will see you tomorrow. Until then, we say to you, bye. Curious.